That's right, a new episode of Gamers Cafe. I'm open for business for all that's going on in the gaming industry, which can be a lot sometimes. You never really know with what's going on. But I've got my best brewed coffee. It's all full of, you know, angst and adrenaline and good games and hype because hype is always part of the gaming industry. Anyways, I'm your host, Brett Deister. Let's get on with what's going on in the gaming news. And it's quite a bit, yeah. So the unfortunate tragedy of um, Florida with the shooter going around killing 17 students, that's an unfortunate uh, tragedy. Unfortunately for gamers in general, that also means that we get blamed or our favorite hobby gets blamed for a lot of things. And this tragedy is like no other where it got blamed again, where the uh, President Trump has said that it could be violent video games that have made this person violent that wants to kill people. No, just plain wrong. No, it's it's not that at all. Uh, there are always other issues to that and always blaming a form of media, especially if music or um, movies or video games are the cause of that. Um, no, usually the research that I've read has never said that. It usually has said it has addressed aggression and that, yes, you can be aggressive in the game, but it will not cause you to go and shoot somebody. Uh, there are other issues to that, but here we are again, our favorite hobby is getting blamed for a terrible mass shooting in Florida. I'm sorry, but no, it is not that. It definitely is not that. It may want to be that. It's an easy excuse for that, but it's not that. It's not that at all. Sorry. Just not going to work. Sorry. No. Nope. 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 No. Uh, but unfortunately, we have to live with that. So cheers to being for our favorite hobby being blamed for something that it has no reason to be blamed for. It's it's the whole, like, the gun did it type of a thing. You know, it wasn't the gun. It was the person behind the gun. Uh, the game did not make the person violent, and neither should it be blamed for that. Now moving on to uh, Twitch and grants. So I'm always in favor of more of equality or equalness or equal opportunity and every time that I see these things about like there's a new Twitch fund that allows for grants for female streamers. So I was like, OK, that's actually pretty cool. Let's see how many grants there are for male gamers. I found nothing. I found the article only about female streamers, but nothing for males because, quote unquote, it's difficult for female streamers to get into live streaming. I'm like uh, it's just as equally difficult, maybe in different ways for guys to get into streaming as well we have our own separate problems with that as well it's not just a clear cut and dry oh look it's terrible for women but it's not that terrible for men that's kind of a kind of a, just a ridiculous claim of it now i'm all in favor of helping people out if they need to and um and it's just really just one of those things where great you want to do a grant now where's the grants for males because I thought we were all about this equality thing. Are we really not really about this equality thing? If we're not about this equality thing, then maybe we should stop talking about it so much. That and diversity. These are one of the two things that we probably should be talk shouldn't be talking about anymore because we don't understand it. 
it drives me insane. It really does because I, I'm all in favor of it. I really am. I could care less. It's just the whole overarching thing in the gaming industry and the tech industry in general has always been about diversity, about keeping it fair, about equality. And I never see it. I actually never see tangible things that are making it, you know, actually equal. It's just, oh no, what about the girls? The girls need help. The women, the women are oppressed. Help them, help them. The guys are fine. I mean, they're guys. They'll figure it out. I don't know about that. Both male and female have their own struggles, their own um, obstacles to overcome. And we can't just make it kind of like a cut and dry, like only the females need our help. Only It's almost like the old age-old thing is that the females need saving. Now, I thought that really wasn't what we're going after, but it seems like we're always going after that. So I'm really confused. Society, please pick one road. I don't care if it is females do not need to be saved or they do, but pick one. Don't be like, they don't need to be saved, but in these circumstances, they do need to be saved. Because then I'm going to be like, uh, I'm just not going to save you at all. I'm just going to let you do your own thing. I'm going to do my own thing. That's it. But that That's my thing. If you want to give males grants too, you should. If you want to get females grants too, which we already have one, you should. If we're going to talk about equality, then we should act on our equality. If we're not going to act on our equality, we should stop talking about it because it's driving me insane. I don't understand what you're looking for and you're not making any sense. And I'm I'm, I'm about ready to explode. <laughs> Anyways, that's just my two cents about that matter. It's just one of the... I just like everything to be what you say is what you do. Usually I like, to, like that with a lot of different things. But a lot of times it isn't that. It's never that. It's what you say may or may not be what you do, but we really like that you're saying this, so we like you. And I'd rather it be what you say is what you do. If you want equality, then act on your quality. If you don't want it at all, I'm fine with that. But don't be banging the hammer or banging the word, the 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 sayings, the phrases of we need equality, we need equality, we need equality but only giving it to one certain gender isn't really quality. That's just really favoring one over the other. And that's, that, that's really about it. That's what I've been seeing so far. I'm not really too excited about that, but it happens. It does. Life is hard. Life is rough. It doesn't always give you what you want. And you just kind of either deal with the issues, fix the issues or move on. Maybe we just need to move on from this. That's what I'm thinking. Anyways, Speaking of moving on, moving on to the next thing about Warcraft 3. Yes, Warcraft 3 is getting an update. That's right. Blizzard has decided that it's going to be updating its older uh, real-time strategy game. Now, before World of Warcraft, if you didn't know, there was Warcraft. And there was Warcraft, uh, the original. There's Warcraft 2, uh, which made it really popular. And there's Warcraft 3. And that was kind of done in the early 2000s. And then they stopped making the real-time strategy version of Warcraft. They made World of Warcraft, which was a huge success, and they never looked back. But now they've decided to, you know, you know, we're going to 
update this. Now, there are rumors that people are flying around that it says that they're going to actually remaster this. If they are, that's great. I'd like to actually have them make a Warcraft 4. I don't think that's going to happen because they don't really need to. But I kind of wish they would. I mean, they made a StarCraft 2, which was all fine and dandy. But no, instead we're going to get, um, you know, update for widescreen support, which is great. Hero balances and updates to map pools for 1s, 2s, 3s, 4s, and free-for-alls. So you get a whole bunch of things, as well as the a bunch of different buffs, nerfs, and balance tweaks. So you could see a whole bunch of this. Also, They're also going to do a new tournament. That's right, a new tournament for it. And that's kind of why they've actually, you know, brought out a new uh, update. Because they're going to be doing a tournament for this. And they want to make sure that people are going to be playing this again. Now, there, there have been a small community that's still playing Warcraft 3. Because if you didn't know, uh, League of Legends, Dota 2, and all those types of games came out of Warcraft 3 through a mod called Dota. Yeah. I actually played it, played the original with some friends. They they showed me it, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, kind of hard, but kind of cool. But anyways, that, that's that's what it is. All right, on to Kingdom Come Deliverance has sold over a million copies. That's right. Now, I've had my uh, frustrations with this game, not going to lie about it. I think it's still a great game. I'm actually just going to completely redo a whole new game for it because I feel like... I've kind of run into a rut and I just need to, you know, redo it and find a better way of making my character stronger so I'm not completely, you know, pulling my hair out. Now, this game can be fun, but also can be extremely difficult at the same time. It's a far more hardcore RPG than, let's say, Witcher 3 or even Dragon Age or even some of those. Uh, so if you do like a, a kind of more of an RPG without the magic, um, without, you know, with a more like realistic uh, lore behind it because it's more about kind of the Holy Roman Empire back in the medieval age type of a thing. This is a game for you. Now, if you kind of don't like those more hardcore ones, definitely do not get this. The fighting is can be difficult, uh, can be rewarding, but also can be difficult as well. Uh, and it's just, one of those games where you're either really going to like it or you're really not going to like it. It's just one of those two. Some games are like that. Some games aren't, but this is definitely one of them. But I'm actually really thrilled that Kingdom Come Deliverance has actually sold that much because I'm always happy that small developers have uh, sold that much and there's actually kind of like a, there's a market for this. That's great. I'm happy, even though I've been frustrated a little bit about it. Yeah, just a little bit frustrated. All right, Hunt Showdown is in early access. That's right. It was early. It brought out to early access yesterday. It's for thirty bucks. So if you want to, you know, try it out, and it does have bugs, mind you, you can. Now this is kind of a PVE PVP. You can be in a team. You cannot be in a team, but people will kill you, and it kind of sucks, and you can be very frustrating. Type of a game. Yes, it. Um, it kind of it does have like a it's it's a horror ish type of survival game. Um, they do say that your bullets are limited, but you can still find a lot of them in in the environment. It does it is kind of a keen or uh, reminiscent of Player Unknown without the 
hundred people. I don't know how many there actually are in one game, but it doesn't seem as many people. There's also zombies that you have to kill as well. So there is that you can have to contend with. So, uh, if you want to try it, I kind of recommend it. It's kind of fun. There are some, uh, difficulties with running it i've run in yes i do i did get it for early access i have run into a few problems where it just won't run right now so yes if you're going to get it for early access please understand that it actually is an early access and there are bugs and problems to it but if you can't get into it it's a it's it's a fun game it's a fun and frustrating game but that's why we play games for fun and frustration so we can actually get better but if we're not getting better, then it's just frustration. Then you just never play it anymore because it's so hard. Kind of like Cuphead. That game is frustrating. Yes, very much. All right, so I did want to talk a little bit about uh, the Overwatch League. Now, I haven't been so good with watching the past couple weeks, but I have watched most of it. And kind of my, my thoughts and feelings, is it's, it's pretty interesting. It actually kind of has helped me a little bit in my own Overwatch gameplay, but I usually only play quick plays. I'm kind of a little bit afraid of actually do, doing the competitions. Um, but it is interesting to see some of the best players in the world for Overwatch play in a league. And it kind of is hilarious to a certain extent. The one thing I find so funny is that the London Spitfire is all Korean players that speak Korean. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me either. But uh, beyond that, it's interesting to see the compositions and teams and kind of how, as they call it, the meta is actually played. Usually the meta is what I've noticed is kind of a two tank, maybe one, but one or two, one to two tanks usually. Winston is probably one of the most, one of the more played ones. Um, Roadhog is played every once in a while. Uh, Diva is a must. So it's usually Winston and Diva, and then kind of two medics. Um, or two healers, so you have Zen, he's usually played quite a bit, and Mercy. Now with the Mercy uh, nerf, we could see less of that. Don't really know. Uh, Lucio's played every once in a while. I don't see very... I see very little of Doomfist. I see very... I see um, Widow played in situations. Hanzo's never played. Tracer has played. Genji has played. Uh, Soldier 76 will be played. McCree will be played. Uh, Reaper, kind of, sort of, not too much. I haven't seen too many of a Reaper plays. Um, Anna's not played very much. There is, like, a certain, like, set. Um, I've seen Reinhardt every once in a while. Not very much. May every once in a while. Bastion every once in a while. But most of the other ones, like, uh, Sumatra's not played at all. Junk oh, Junkrat is one of the higher played uh higher picked ones in the Overwatch League as well. But the rest of them, Torbeard's played every once in a while as well. Um, but a lot of a lot of the characters aren't played as much. There is there is a set, there is a rule to it. Uh, and it's just interesting to see all that. Like I said, Hanzo, I've never seen I've never seen played. It's always Widow. Widow is a de facto for that. Uh uh, Farah is actually played every once in a while, but it's very situational. Lucio's very situational. Uh, Sumatra is not, uh, or Sim, uh, is not played at all. I've never seen her played once, which is interesting because uh, she is very situational as well. Now, there, 
like I said, th- this is, these are kind of the beginnings. It's good to see that people actually want to see this. I don't know if I'm in favor of like the specific like changing the esports teams' names, but I get why Blizzard's doing it. They kind of want to keep it like kind of uniform and different from everything else because they want to make this a pr- their premier league. So I get it. Uh, for right now, it's 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 mostly enjoyable to watch. I usually so I skip over all the commentary. <laughs> I just I just want to watch the gameplay uh, because the commentary can make it very long, and I think a lot of the clips are like two hours plus sometimes. So it kind of cuts it down to like an hour and a half, maybe, maybe an hour, 54 minutes. But most of the time, it's either going to be like a very close match or it's going to be a steamroll, complete steamroll, which if you play Overwatch, it's usually a lot of times what it is. Either it's going to be really, really even or a complete steamroll. Um, these guys are just really amazingly good. Uh, just their like hit rates are amazingly good, especially for a lot of them. Um, it's just, it's just good to see, like, I guess the next level of esports, and it should be interesting to see where they're going to actually take it. I know Blizzard has finally come out with their code of conduct, which is kind of like the rules and what you're not supposed to do. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be filled with, don't say hate speech, that elusive term that no one really understands, but everybody thinks it's a really good idea, but it's really subjective. Um, but I'm actually looking forward to seeing what's next in kind of sees I mean they're still in their first season but what's next for season two and everything like that it should be interesting to see what what happens um in general yeah what happens all right now for those looking for a remastered version burnout paradise is coming to the pc later this year yes ea uh Crichton basically announced that they are doing a remastered version of burnout paradise this was uh kind of the open world of burnout burnout was kind of like a fun car game where you actually some of the modes you actually wanted to crash uh so it's good to see that they're actually bringing back one of them obviously this is going to be remastered for 4k graphics for the ps4 pro and the xbox one x at 60 frames per second and all the original burnout paradise dlc will be in the pack as well um it's for the remastered version it's supposed to come out uh, at least for the consoles, March 16th Origin um, is just going to be coming soon, but it's probably going to be running around 40 bucks for that. So you can pick up the original, uh, the re- not well, the not remastered version, I should say, on Steam and Origin for about 20 bucks. If you don't want to get the 4K more remastered version graphics, well, that's up to you. I mean, it came out in 2009, so it's almost 10 years old on PC and on console. It is 10 years old. So it's quite an old game. Uh, not going to lie. So the updated graphics could make it a welcome sight to it. Kind of breathe life back into it. I love the burnout series. I think the burnout series has been a really fun in the racing car genre. Too bad. They don't really make them anymore. Crichton has kind of been helping with the star Wars franchise with about with uh, battlefront two. They're the ones that helped make, um, the flying one, the flying mode. I forget the Starfighter one. I forget the name, actual name of it. And actually, it was a pretty good one. Battlefront 2, all right in general. I prefer the Battlefield way more than Battlefront. But, I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm hoping this is kind of a precursor of, like, we're going to be making a new one. Ooh. Now, moving on to Battlefield. So, Battlefield has been announced that it's actually going to be playable at e3 yes e3 is coming up again it's going to be in june in la as always 
will I be there this year? No, I was there last year with helping out with another company. It was, it was fun. It was great. Um, don't really know if I want to go this year because of just all the crowds. Uh, you're usually going to wait in lines for hours to play games as I heard, cause I was actually working. So I actually didn't have a chance to actually do that. So like I said, may or may not, I don't know if I'll actually do, uh, but we'll, we'll see about that. But I'm, I'm really excited for that as well. Now, on to Overwatch for new heroes. Because I really want to get into that. It looks like there's a teaser that points to uh, Torbeard's daughter. Yes. So it looks like we'll get a new hero as her daughter. Now, what she can and cannot do, we'll have to wait. But there has been kind of like teasers into what the new hero is going to be. Um, so it should be interesting if this will actually affect the meta in the pro and just in the just original players in general it could it couldn't i don't really know because doomfist when he first came out people were like oh he's so difficult he's so hard to play against and then figured it out and he's not played as much because he's an extreme situational player um really great for kind of like close quarters dealing damage for one type of person type of character not so good for like uh area of effect so multiple characters not so good uh, so we we'll see if a new character will actually affect that. Seems like most of the new characters, even when they come out, aren't really played as often. Um, I know the um, Moria. I think I think that's her name. Uh, the new medic, the new interesting medic, where she she kind of is more of an offensive medic. Has been seen in Overwatch League as well. Uh, once again, situational. That's uh, one of the newer characters I've seen played more often the rest of the newer characters not so much so i'm always wondering if adding new characters is a good or bad thing but they need to keep people entertained and they need people coming back so i get why they're doing that so doing that new skins and new maps usually help that as well and that is about it for digital well not well digital coffee in general but also gamers cafe this week uh, Hope you guys enjoyed it. It's always been fun to actually do this. As always, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter at Digital uh, Coffee with one E. Also, Facebook, same thing. Twitch, uh, Digital underscore Coffee. Mixer, Digital Coffee as well. Uh, Smash Cast them on there. Instagram, Digital with Coffee with one E too. And you can follow me on Gabs at Dicester B or Minds at Digital underscore Coffee as well. Also, if you like this show, please consider supporting me with buying a t-shirt or a coffee mug. And I will see you next week on a new episode of Digital Coffee. All right, guys, have a good rest of your week. See you.